This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello and welcome to our discussion connected to our recent RMA journal article, Big Data, Machine Learning, and Bias. I'm Lynn Woosley, a Senior Director at Treliant. Prior to joining Treliant, I worked as a fair and responsible banking officer and a credit risk modeler with a top 10 bank, and as a senior examiner and economist at the Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. And I'm Max Sherman, a senior analyst at Treliant. Lynn and I often team up on projects to ensure consumers are being protected, especially during the extension of credit. Today we'll be discussing consumer protection implications of emerging technologies. This is a hot topic as there are dozens of financial technology companies disrupting how credit has been extended to consumers in the past. There are a number of benefits to new analytic methods, including the use of big data and machine learning in the industry. However, it's important to remember that with these new technologies comes new risk, namely the potential to amplify bias. As we see with a lot of our fintech clients, the first step is to understand the potential for bias in models. Oftentimes, entrepreneurs and innovators fail to consider this potential until it's too late, whether that means harm has been caused or they've attracted the attention of a regulator. Properly identifying and managing the fair lending risks of credit models and large data sources is a complicated process. It can be made even more complex by the use of algorithms and the underlying data. Ensuring experience, compliance, and risk management professionals are part of any new product offering and rollout is advisable to minimize the risks. Lynn, why don't you tell us about some of the most common biases we see in algorithms, models, machine learning, and artificial intelligence? You can find analogs to many types of psychological bias in data and model building, plus a few types of bias that are specific to data and risk models. Sample bias occurs when the model development data does not represent the population on which the algorithm will be used. You might see sample bias when expanding into new products or markets using models built on a different product or a more limited geography. And sample bias can lessen a model's predictive power. Association bias results from development data or algorithms that inappropriately reflect or amplify historical societal bias. Confirmation bias causes model developers and users to give more weight to data or outcomes that support their initial hypotheses. Confirmation bias might arise in engineering model features, choosing between alternate model specifications, or interpreting results. Automation bias, on the other hand, occurs when machine learning or artificial intelligence systems don't fully incorporate actual goals. One example would be an AI system that did not consider societal, public policy, or regulatory factors. And finally, interaction bias results from overrides or other user interactions that skew the machine's learning over time. These are all important to keep in mind when discussing bias. Just as important are the types of data or information being crunched. We often hear a lot about big data. Big data are extremely large data sets that can be analyzed to, real pat- to reveal patterns, trends, and associations, especially those relating to human behavior and interactions. Alternative data, on the other hand, is a bit different. 
Alternative data is any data from non-traditional data sources. It might include newer data points, such as device or operating system information or social media postings, as well as non-traditional credit bureau data, like utility and rent payment histories. This data offers some of the greatest potential benefits for increasing access to credit for under and underbanked populations. Those are consumers without credit scores, but with other means of showing ability to repay and financial stability. And as we've been discussing, there are a number of pitfalls that must be avoided when using non-traditional data. To ensure that these newer variables are not causing disparate impacts for consumers and your clients. To do so, the first question to ask is why? Why are you using these variables? Are they logically related to credit worthiness? If it's not easy to explain the connection, it may be difficult to show that the resulting model meets Regulation B's requirements to be empirically derived and demonstrably and statistically sound. And that's definitely something you want to avoid. At the same time, ensuring the data sets are appropriate for and consistent with the attributes of the population to be evaluated are essential. Data curation, as we like to call it, is important to monitor. If certain groups do not have sufficient data to be fully evaluated, algorithms may not perform well or as expected. One method to assess this is to take the model built on a given data set and see how it performs when applied to a different data set. You also need to monitor the user risk, that is, developers and data scientists should take care not to incorporate their own or societal biases into data or its treatment and models. This is one area where a third party may be helpful to perform a review. That's right, and it's always important to have independent validation of models to ensure model risk is being properly controlled for. And this shouldn't be a one-and-done review. Absolutely. It's important to regularly assess models and ensure they're performing as expected, at least annually is a good benchmark. Well, I think that's about all we have time for today. Let's recap briefly. Big data and machine learning have the potential to benefit consumers by giving them greater access to credit. When using these innovations in, in credit processes, however, it's important to ensure that decisions, decisions are not affecting credit access, terms, or conditions in a prohibited way. That's right. To avoid illegal discrimination while using innovative data and modeling, means ensuring that predictive variables are not proxies for membership in the demographic groups protected by the Equal Credit Opportunity Act or the Fair Housing Act. If you have any more questions about data bias or consumer protection issues, feel free to reach out to us. Our contact information is in the RMA Journal, or you can reach us at Troliant.com.